0: Hey guys, we got two Wessie homeschooling mamas coming at you. This is Gail. And I'm Christina. And we are going to chat about to Halloween or not to Halloween today. That is what we're going to talk about. And with Halloween coming up this month, I think it's very important that we talk about this subject because there are lots of families that participate and there are lots of families that don't. We're going to talk about why some might and why some might not and what we do as in our families, and those kinds of things. So are you unsure if you should be celebrating Halloween? It is a pagan holiday, yes. But as believers, I think we each have to come to terms with whether we will or will not celebrate on our own. It's a personal decision and not one that will be judged either way. For our families, or for my family, we celebrated with our first child her entire childhood, but in a way that was more about relationships with our neighborhood. And we'll get into that later. Um, And with our second child, um, it is not really a holiday that is good for him. So that's something we have chose not to participate in. So shout out to my friend Carly for giving me this show topic, because she is my massage therapist, and she's phenomenal. She's a great massage therapist, and an awesome friend. And she's like, hey, this is a good topic. And she's not wrong. And it really got my wheels turning. And so just shout out to her. (laughs) Hopefully she's listening to this episode. I wanted to first talk about some of the things that you might hear as a believer coming at Halloween, like just coming at you. You know, people. Because I have a ton of believers in my life, obviously, as, as a Christ follower, lots of people who say you shouldn't, you know, celebrate Halloween. It's dark and evil and it's, you know, the devil's holiday and all the things. However, there are lots of ways that you can celebrate Halloween that is relational in a way that is not celebrating the darkness and in a way that can help you build relationships in your neighborhood because there are so many people out and about. Right? Absolutely. As a family, though, you and your spouse, you need to be on the same spiritual wavelength with this, whether you're going to participate in the festivities or not. I know it sounds heavy, but for a lot of believers, this is a huge issue, and it should be. You should be on the same wavelength. Um, And as believers, we do need to protect what and how these things are go into our hearts and into our children's hearts and their brains and what they're seeing and what they're hearing. So we definitely need to make sure that our in our marriages that we are on the same page as our spouses. So there's a lot of scripture that I found that was not supporting Halloween. You'll have a ton of people throw these at you. So I just kind of wanted to throw them at you Here as well, just so you are familiar with them and you can pray over them. I'm not saying you shouldn't participate in Halloween. Please hear me. That's not what I'm saying because I participated for years and years and years from a relational aspect. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But I want you to be prepared when people start throwing things at you that you've heard them before and that you've prayed over them and that you, as a believer, have been like, yeah, I totally hear what you're saying. And we have discussed it and we're okay with that. And really, that's all that you have to give people. You, you don't owe anyone any other explanation because they're not in your family. So I'm giving you permission to not care what other people think. Hey, now, Yeah. You can do that. It's for real. You don't have to keep up with the Joneses. I'm just saying.
1: The Joneses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a couple of scriptures here that are that people pick out of the Bible that are saying these are ways to prove that we shouldn't be participating in Halloween. Okay. But let me be very clear. There is nothing about Halloween in the Bible guys. <laughs> we can disagree or agree and still go to heaven. Okay. Halloween's not in the Bible. <laughs> All right. So the first one I have is Christians against Halloween, the Christians against Halloween group um, with the celebration that has witchcraft and stand, you know, those kinds of things. There's a a scripture for Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 12. For example, never sacrifice your son or daughter as a burnt offering and do not let your people practice fortune telling or sorcery or allow them to interpret omens or engage in witchcraft or cast spells or function as mediums or psychics or call forth the spirit's of the dead. Anyone who does those things is an object of horror and disgust to the Lord. So I agree with all of those things, right? As a whole. And so we, in particular, when we participated in Halloween with our oldest child, we kind of made it where she wasn't allowed to be a witch or a goblin or a ghost or, you know, a dark something of that nature. So because we agree with those things, I don't believe in mediums or psychics. And um, I don't believe in calling on the dead or dark spirits and those things. Those things are real, y'all. Okay. Like if you, if you ever watch Supernatural, okay, let me some Dean and and uh, Sam Winchester. I'm just saying, don't let your kids watch it at all. Cause I did that B- big old mistake right here. Okay. I'm not a judger. I'm, I'm the person who did the bad things. So hear me out. (laughs) Don't do it. But those things are real. So when they put it on TV and they're like, it's not real. Demons are real, y'all. Demons are real. So you have to just be very vigilant and very careful. Um, Scripture also says that believers are supposed to become all things to all men so that all possible means or by all possible means that they may save some. That's 1 Corinthians 9.22. So that is a supporting... Um, quote from the Bible that people will use to say this is why I participate in Halloween because I'm going to put myself into the world into the worldly things so that I can save some so you've got a couple of different scriptures coming from both sides here So you you have to be very careful. That's why I say, I'm going to give these to you. I want you to pray over them. Right, that's the key. Pray over what God wants you to do for your family. Right. There is one more I have in here. Ephesians 5, 7 um, 7 through 15. This is another one someone might throw at you for a con on Halloween. Don't participate in the things that people do. For once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So live as people of light for the light within you produces only what is good and right and true. Carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part in worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead expose them. It is shameful even to talk about the things that ungodly people do in secret, but their evil intentions will be exposed when the light shines on them for the light makes everything visible This is why it is said, Awake, O sleeper, rise up from the dead, and Christ will give you light. So be careful how you live. And that's the New Living Translation. So again, it's telling you to be very careful of being living in the world, right? And again, I'm not saying you shouldn't participate in Halloween. I'm just saying these are all scriptures, That you and your spouse should be praying over to help you make a decision on whether or not this is something you should be participating in and what you feel called to for you and your family. Because at the end of the day, it's what you and your family are feeling called to do. And it's not anybody else's business. It's not anybody else's call. It's not anyone else's judgment. It's between you, your spouse, and God, really. And that's all that really matters. And if you feel like you need to, um, care what other people think, I'm going to really give you some encouragement here to, to not,
1: you know, we tell our, we tell our kids all the time that every family is different, Mm -hmm. that God has put us in our family for a purpose and a reason. And so we may do things that other families don't, And we may not do things that other families do. And it's because we're, we are doing what's right for our family. And that's, you know, for, for us to decide with God and, and each other. Right. Right. And so their friends may choose, their families may choose to do things differently and that's okay. Right.
0: Kind of like the homeschool situation. Like
1: the homeschool situation. It's like what they're allowed to eat and drink and watch on TV. Right. You know, all or of those choices. Elf on the made. Shelf. Elf on the Shelf.
0: I'm very Santa. passionate about not doing Elf on the Shelf. And I know you have one. We like our Elf but I'm so grateful that I did not ever start that with either of my children. <laughs> and praise the Lord Jesus. Not a thing in my house. And I'm okay with it. We might have to do an Elf on the Shelf episode. It's in my brain for December, so I'm just saying. But like, yes, like there are things lots of families do that are differently and that a lot of people are very passionate about Mm -hmm. one way or the other, right? Absolutely. But I'm not going to condemn Christina and them for doing Elf on the Shelf. I'm just grateful that I don't have to remember or forget or not (laughs) to do the things, right? So, all right, so Christina is now going to share with us what her and her family do for do or don't do for Halloween. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Okay, so we have five kids and we have chosen to participate in Halloween. We enjoy dressing, you know, the kids dress up and pick their costumes and we kind of like what you said, we have steered them clear from anything that is too scary or too... We'd rather them be the whimsical, the fun, the characters from books or movies, that type of thing. Um, We like them to use their creativity. So that's been one of our things but we we do enjoy that we do enjoy the dressing up and having fun and then we very much participate in the um relationship side of halloween so you know we don't go crazy but we spend the time with the people in our neighborhood so we have a group of families that get together and we do a big potluck in the driveway and we pass out hot dogs to all the families that walk by and we typically pass out little flyers talking about Christmas shoeboxes. so mm-hmm. our group always packs shoeboxes at Christmas time for needy kids around the world and we try to include the families in the neighborhood in that so we'll pass out flyers one of my kids even dressed up as a shoebox one year as their Halloween costume so we really just try to build those relationships yes we do the trick-or-treating and the kids go get way too much candy and then we're dealing with candy for more time than I would like until Mm -hmm. we get it out of the house but we we definitely try to focus on the relationship side and we make sure that we have those conversations with the kids about how this is a holiday that was started over here and this is why this is not okay and we want to steer clear of those things and be careful of those things so we have those tough conversations with them Mm -hmm. but and then choose to celebrate in a fun way that hopefully doesn't draw attention or overemphasize the other things Mm -hmm. that makes sense absolutely my favorite was the avatar head Oh <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty fun one. It's very creative. <laughs> one of my my Ben did a what is that called paper mache. He he did a he he wanted to be what was that what's that character's name? Oh, mm. it's the Airbender. It, um, yes, um, Aang. 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 Mm-hmm. So he wanted to be Aang, and so this character is bald and he has a blue arrow down his his head, and so we went looking for a bald cap. For Ang and they were really expensive, and Mm -hmm. we just weren't going to do that. Mm -hmm. So he, we looked up together how to make a a bald cap, and we did a papier-mâché bald cap and painted it. (laughs) <laughs> gail has the best ideas this is why this is why we love gail so much we were in um we were holding babies we were yes and mm-hmm. she was like
0: i don't know what to do about this bald cap thing yeah. and I was like, like I, just i'm not gonna Michel go spend
1: ridiculous we do not spend a lot of money on costumes no like it that's it, not a thing no. we're gonna for do one
0: day it's not necessary we
1: get them after halloween on clearance for the next year mm-hmm. or they create we can their own can make them mm-hmm. yep yeah. I did that when I was a kid. I handmade all mine. Or we can hand sure. me down. So, oh, we, mm-hmm. yeah, we're not going to spend a lot, but yeah. I love it when they are creative like that. And when they, that was fun to watch him do it though. Like you it guys was. sent me pictures as yeah. you made it. That was fun. That was yeah. super cute. to well, see he, him. Still oh. he still has it. <laughs> he, awesome.
0: it. he still right. has it. Never wears it. I'm sure it. his head's getting a little big for yeah. it now. It's yeah. got to be. Yes. But, oh, I love it. So we have two different, basically two different lives with Halloween in our family now. So when when I was growing up, though, my mom was very similar to, to you guys, where we weren't allowed to do anything dark. There was no witches, there was no ghosts, there were no goblins, there was no anything of that nature. I was a Sprite can one year, like literally took a piece of cardboard around me and did green paper and all the things. And I was a gem one year. Like I just, it was all fun in one school, like you said. And then when we had our daughter, um, we did the same thing with her. Uh, Very light and airy and things, even though she really does, she really does like the darker things, like the dark arts. She could be a Slytherin. (laughs) She's not. She's a Ravenclaw. But she likes the horror films and those kinds of things again we did a lot of things where we did not protect her brain and her heart when she was small and so this is why i'm super passionate about these things now and she did halloween however we did do it from more of a relational standpoint when we were when she was younger Um, she was the original hot dog house i was the original hot dog house (laughs) so in our neighborhood where we used to live in the same neighborhood as christina that's where we met And we lived there for eight years. And so every Halloween, we would take our barbecue out to the front yard and we would do, we were the original hot dog house. And so everybody knew like throughout the year, oh, you're the hot dog house. Are you going to do hot dogs again? And so when we moved to the new city that we're in now, it's like 20 minutes away from the other city. We did do it two or three times here. And then when we got our new kiddo we he was here for those first couple but he wasn't big enough to go do anything he was just a baby so we never did trick-or-treating or anything with him and then last year was the first year we would we did not participate at all with halloween and the two years before that we attempted it both times and he really freaked out lost his mind we talked about ghosts and goblins and monsters and all the things in our house for like two, three months after Halloween, and I just said, "Nope, not going to do this anymore." Just we're not going to do this. We're we're not going to put this in his brain. Like literally, driving by the houses in Halloween time, freak him out, and he's like, "It's already like it's." Um, we're recording this in September. We know this. We're going to put this out in October, and he's already talking about Halloween because he sees the things in like Home Depot or the costumes in Costco and stuff. And I was like, yeah, but we, we don't do that anymore. Remember buddy, we don't, we don't, I'll buy you a a dress up if you want to buy a dress up and you can dress up anytime you want at the house, anytime. But we are not, we're not participating in that. And my husband and I had a deep conversation about the, the last time that it happened. The last not this last Halloween, but the year before, so 2021, and when our son was really, really messed up from it. And we're just, we prayed over that and we're just like, you know what? I feel like God's calling us to just not participate in this anymore. And as he gets older, maybe we'll take him to a movie or something and dinner. But right now, we just, we turn off the lights and him and I go to, you know, we go watch TV in the back room in our bedroom and our son goes to bed like normal. We treat it like a normal night and we just don't participate like yes could we hand out candy sure we just but we feel like we just we're just not wanting to participate or contribute to halloween at any time right now we just feel like it's honestly guys it's gotten so dark lately it's just it's the whole world has gotten really dark it really has and halloween is is no different and it's just a very it's a very dark holiday right now. And so we have chosen as a family that we feel like God is calling us away from that right now. And so so we don't. And um, we did before and now we don't.
1: That's something to consider too, is I mentioned that we choose to be careful with which costumes our children pick, but you don't have that control over what costumes they see out and about. Mm-hmm. So that that's a definitely something to factor in. I remember our oldest Right next door to to Miss Gale here, she was terrified of this sweet little old man that lived next to her. And just it was this—I don't remember this blow-up hat thing that he had. It wasn't scary at all, but to her, how old was she? Like six, four? Uh, seven. I was thinking four-ish. She but up. she, she was terrified of this sweet little old man and so we for years we have we just we just did not we went on the other side and we went completely around the house literally right next door to me yeah (laughs) and it was you know we just okay this is not comfortable for her Mm -hmm. we are not going to force her to go up to this door we are not going to make her go say trick-or-treat or or not get a candy it was we just avoid this one so not being able to control What you're seeing when you're out there is absolutely something to consider how that's going to affect everybody.
0: Well, and a lot of the houses now have these crazy decorations that as soon as you walk up, they're motion detected and they're cackling and there's, you know, red lights and all of these things. And he sensorily can't handle Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. He just can't handle it. And it really just and he doesn't like candy. Believe it or not, guys, I have a six-year-old who does not like candy. Enjoy it and make it last as
1: long as you can.
0: He just does not love sweets. Like we went and got ice cream tonight and he got a mini blizzard and I wasn't even sure he was going to finish it all because he just does not like sweets and he's very aware of how red dye foods make him feel and so he just won't eat them in general And so he is very careful about that in general as well. So he, if he sees something, right, he's like, I can't have that mom. Would you like it or whatever? And so he is very careful, which I love that he's so aware of that. Just, I don't know. I'm, I'm grateful that I don't have to deal with this with him right now Mm -hmm. and that we have chosen and discerned that this is not for him and uh, we're okay with it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But that's the thing, guys. Don't be afraid to miss out. Is the thing. Good point. I think that's the hardest part because we all have such big FOMO. And trust me, I love the people. Okay, Christina will attest to how much I love the people. Does and I love being the center of attention. One, huh? You're the outgoing one, right? For all, and no matter who's in the room, I'm usually the most outgoing one. And I love the people. I love to be the center of attention. I love to chat with people, new people even, and like bringing people up to the house and talking to moms and dads and all the things. And so, you know, I miss that part of it. But at the same time, it's just not worth the four months that we will endure of having to settle him down every night because it's usually before bed. And he's like, mom, there's, is there, is there ghosts in our house? Is there monsters in our house? And I'm like, dude, Jesus protects our house. We have nightly conversations with Jesus and we're good here. Like we're protected here. We have a veil of protection around our house. Like we're okay. Okay here and we just have to constantly remind him of that and even right now while he's he starts talking about it already and i'm just like remember who who protects our house jesus okay so are we good yeah we're good Um, so (laughs) he is he's something else something else. So you just need to pay attention to your kids. If it's bothersome to them, please don't continue to do something that you know is bothersome to them. If there are two parents involved and some kids can handle it and some kids cannot, and you feel like that's something that you can coordinate, maybe have that discussion where some of them can do it and some of them don't, but don't do it just
1: because fear
0: of missing out.
1: Absolutely, and I just want to throw something out there too. If you are passing out candy, remember those kids that have special needs, and when they come up to the door, you're not going to know if they have special needs or not. If right. they don't say "trick or treat," give them the candy anyways. Yep. You know, yeah. it, every kid's different. Every struggle is different. Every family is different. Right. Um, if you are passing out candy, do it for fun. Don't do it for right tricks and right. All the other stuff.
0: Yeah. Especially, well, here's the thing, guys. Autism and delays and speech delays are something you cannot see. hmm Like, it's not like... Exactly. ...our lovely Down syndrome babies and kids who have a visible notice of their extra chromosome, mm-hmm. which, God bless them, I love them so much. Mm-hmm. They're so stinking and adorable. And, but these other kiddos, you just can't tell. Like... You usually can't see Corey's delays until you spend a lot of time with him. So to anybody in the store or whatever, he looks like a typical six-year-old, but you spend a, a you know, significant amount of time with him and you can see, be like, oh, okay, well, I can see the sensory need or I can see the things like that. And there's nothing wrong with seeing those things, but you won't see it when they come up to your door. Mm-hmm. So if he, he or she can't say it. Just give them the candy. Yep. Just do it because it can be. They could be six. They could be fourteen. Mm-hmm. I have seen so many older kids getting services at our therapy office lately. Amazing, and but they're teaching them how to have those life skills, and not all of them know how to have conversation yet. Mm-hmm. Just, yes. just remember that as you're participating, however you participate because they're trying to let them be involved. If the kids really want to go and do the things they can handle it, then they're letting them be involved. But be kind. I think just in general, be kind. And Halloween is probably hard um, for a lot of kids because we might have some parents out there who are FOMOs, having issues with FOMO. And so they might be pushing their kids along doing some things that they may or may not be comfortable with. And maybe the kids aren't, Able to express that they're uncomfortable, and so I think that's something we also need to kind of pay attention as parents too, Mm -hmm. because I know I love going and spending time, even at my brother's cul-de-sac, and they do a big Halloween like chili cook-off and all the things, and I'd love to go and spend time and do that, but it's not worth my son being freaked out for four months. Mm -hmm. It's just not. So keep in mind what's most important for your family. Mm -hmm. Right. And what you feel like God's calling for your family to do. Mm -hmm. Because I think what's most important is
1: being obedient. Absolutely.
0: Right. Yep. Important things. Pray over your family and discernment on what you should be doing during this fall season and this upcoming Halloween. And then decide how you want to address Halloween this upcoming week's. Even if you have done it differently in the past where you have allowed your kids to do whatever they want and you want to change that, you can. I'm giving you that power too. You can change it if you have let them be whatever they want to be and you want to change the course of that. You want them to be less dark things and less, less of those influences. You are the parent and you have the power to do that. So I want to encourage you to... Do that. If that's what you have inside of you and you're, and you're not wanting to tell your kids no, you can totally do that. So if you are in that space too where you're like, I still want to participate in Halloween, but I think I'd like to go on a lighter lighter note, do that. Do that. Or you're like, hey, I do want to do Halloween, but I think I want to do that relational part of that. Do that too. Get to know your neighbors some more. Pull the b- barbecue out to the front yard and do some hot dogs. It's okay to share. Okay? Make sure your hands are clean. <laughs> we always had little hot dog wrappers like the little hot dog boats Mm -hmm. to put them in you know we were just handing people hot dogs (laughs) we had little hot dog boats for them to sit in and all the things but do relationships well if you're going to participate in halloween don't just go out get candy and go home like if you're going to do halloween and you're a believer please build relationships because i think that there's got to be something good that comes out of this holiday and that's probably the best thing that you can do is build relationships with your neighbors because if you need something those are the people closest to you build community Halloween is one of the easiest ways to do that mm-hmm. those are my encouraging words from this episode got anything? Oh, that's fabulous Okay. alright and if you want to stop Halloween altogether I'm here for that too so you know, I'll encourage you all day long to do that too. So I'm here for that. (laughs) All right, guys, if you found value in today's episode, if you enjoyed it, if you want to share it, please like, share, do the reviews, give us the stars, do the things, join our community on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And we would love to hear from you. If you have any questions about the hot dog house, Or how to do that or how to get started on one. Christina and I can both help with that. And then if you are curious about costumes or what's appropriate, what's not appropriate, how you could change direction with your family, we're happy to help with those questions too. And we're just here to support you through whatever you need through momming, right? I mean... Momming is hard, and so we're here to help support through that. So make sure that if you have any questions that you hook up with us on our socials, we're here for you. And um, yeah, I'm super excited for this week's episode, so stay tuned for that, and I'm going to pray us out. All right, friends. Dear Lord, thank you so much for today's episode, and we just pray that today's episode will reach the mom who is worried for this season. I know that that was me a couple years ago and just unsure of what to do and how it was going to affect our kiddo. And I just pray that this episode reaches whoever it's supposed to reach to help guide them and help them understand that it's okay to not do Halloween or to do Halloween different or to find you for guidance on what to do next with Halloween. And Lord, we just pray for all the kids and the families um, as they do go out and do Halloween and that they find light in this season and not so much the darkness. The world is so dark lately and we just pray that they find you through it all and that you are shining through all the kids who are out there in Halloween and the parents who are out there finding relationships and finding community. In their neighborhoods through halloween in your holy and awesome name we thank you for all of your blessings amen amen all right guys well we'll see you next week bye
1: hey bestie